Hello, and welcome back for another Toasted Tale with me, Jim. I'm really happy you decided to join me today around the fireside. If, like me, you enjoy hearing stories, then you've come to the right place. I think there are interesting stories in every subject, just waiting to be found and shared. In this podcast, we're going to take a random subject and use it as a seed to do some research And in that time, I'll do my best to find a story within that hopefully you and I can find enjoyable. So, let's bring in the Wheel of Fortune-style spinner, give it a turn, and find out what today's topic will be. Okay, so today it's landed on the Dualt Railway Station. Now, just for clarity, I have never been to the Dualt Railway Station and I am by no means an expert. I'm just a guy who enjoys finding interesting tales and learning a thing or two along the way. Now, so as not to keep you all waiting around, I have already completed the one hour's research, and I'm really excited to share with you what I found. Firstly, as I quite often like to do, I want to present you with a question. What would you say if I knew about a place that you had a 50-50 chance where you could sleep over and wake up either as a poet or a lunatic. What sort of person would take those kinds of odds as well? Maybe if you had nothing left to live for, or your dream was to become the next great thing in the world of poetry. In those cases, then you may. Well, the station master of the Dualt railway stations, for a time, was a man by the name of William Thomas Edwards, and he was facing dilemma. William came from a maritime family, and was one of twelve children, from William Senior and Jane Edwards. Now I just want to quickly give another disclaimer here as well. The story we're telling today is based in Wales, and for those of you who have not heard the Welsh language before, it's wonderful. But the long names of towns and people can be quite complicated and for someone who's not brought up on that language like myself, can almost be like tongue twisters. Now, for names that I've been able to find pronunciations for, I've given them my best shot, and I apologise if I make any mistakes. There were some names of things that I had written down in the script, however, that I could not find pronunciations for, and so I am not going to even try, because they are incredibly complex. And my goodness. So with that said, let's get back to this family. They lived in a town called Pendryn Dridriath, snuggled in the heart of the Snowdonia Peaks, and very near the natural harbour town of Porth Madoc. It was here that William Senior plied his trade as a sea captain, earning money to support his family. Many of his sons followed their father into the seafaring career, For William Jr, it all looked as if his future was already written for him, to follow in his brother's footsteps and his father's, onto the waves, becoming a mariner as was family tradition. According to the history books, it only took one voyage for him to know for certain, 100%, that a life on a boat was not for him. We can only imagine how bad this experience must have been to put the young man off of the profession like that. 
especially as he probably had the support from his family around him to help as well. The end it was though, and after this he took jobs as a quarryman, and then on the railways where he ended up as the station master of the Duwalt Railway Station. When steam traction was introduced in 1863, a slate water tank, which actually still exists near the station, was built near Duwalt Farm, and was used by steam engines that would roll along the track and use it to replenish their supplies in order to prevent the boiler from getting too hot and exploding. The quiet station at Duwalt was first opened as a passenger station in 1880, and contained a small wooden building for passengers to wait in. Other additions were added over the years as the line was improved, and it was used to transport goods and people through the rugged North Welsh countryside. To paint an image for you in your mind of those people who would have used this station for travel, I have seen old black and white images of the original station, and it's amazing. The tracks lay on a sloped piece of ground, which is overlooking a small lake surrounded by fields and marshy land. Facing the small white and slated roof station house, this holds up two rooms, one small opening and another larger, which has a big gaping mouth at the front, where people can go into and shield themselves from the elements. In the distance, mountains can be seen through thick fog. To the left, there are heavily crowded forests, where the track comes out from, and then passes the station. It follows and curls around sharply rising hills. The types of trains that were riding these lines at the times weren't modern, fancy engines, no. They were old-school, traditional locomotives at the front, with a compartment for the train driver to sit in and hang his head out the side. A funnel was at the front for smoke from the engine to billow out from. Behind as well were not luxurious cabins where passengers could relax and forget about their worldly troubles, but rather rickety wooden rooms on wheels where each crease and bobble on the line could be felt. You would be in for a treat though. The vistas you'd be able to see through the windows are more likely to inspire as you get prime seats while you can look over the natural nature reserves which speckle the nearby area. For a period in the late 19th century, William Thomas Edwards was station master here, during his time working for the company. During this time he spent many a night at the station, and would often stay over, unbeknownst to him perhaps that he was engaging with a Welsh legend that held sway over the building. By spending the night in Duwalt, he rolled the dice between insanity and poetry. Whether this meant that he took his chance one time, the first time he slept there, or whether he ran the gambit every time he did so, is unclear. What is clear, however, is that many Englinian, which were traditional Welsh and Cornish poems, came forth from Edward's mind during his time as station master. Even after moving on from working on the railways, and transitioning to being a full-time poet, his inspiration still flowed. He married Harriet Williams and had four children, 
while publishing two volumes of his poetical works, the first in 1926 and the second in 1943. At the age of 76, William died as one of Wales' most original and dexterous writers of the Englinian. He was buried in Allerton Cemetery, Liverpool. How good was it that Williams didn't try to persevere as a mariner, as probably his family would have wished? Sometimes going to a quiet place in the world and finding silence in your mind, your inner desires for where you want your life to go can emerge more clearly. Your compass, if you will, can be totally reset, and inspiration can strike. The importance of this railway slowly declined in the 1930s, becoming steadily understaffed and then finally closed to passengers on the 15th of September 1939. Many would have thought this would have been the death of Duwalt, but it's funny how things can turn around. The station was planned to be reopened to passengers on the 6th of April 1968. There was a mad rush to get the station repaired and ready for the first train to approach. Workers and volunteers worked furiously around delays, troublesome weather, and a 1967 breakout of the disease of foot and mouth. The rodding was apparently only completed with minutes to spare before the first train rolled in. Whether you want to see the inspiring views, experience the quiet beauty of the northern Welsh countryside, or roll the dice of becoming a poet, or stepping into insanity, then even today you are able to visit this historic station. Who knows? After visiting, you may never be the same again. I just want to extend a great thank you to all of you who have spent the time with me today around the fireside. The Toasted Tail podcast is nothing without its listeners, and for that, I am eternally grateful. I really enjoyed learning a bit more about the Duolt railway station, and learning it alongside you all is a great gift. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, then did you know that there is a Toasted Tail page on Facebook, and also a Toasted Tail on Twitter? You can find both of these by following them at Podcast Tail. And it's on both of those that I announce new episode releases and anything interesting I find along during my research or when we spin the subject randomizer will be posted there too. So follow me at Podcast Tale on Twitter and on Facebook for more. New episodes of the Toasted Tale podcast go out every Tuesday and Thursday, so I hope that I'll see you again then. Your company will of course always be greatly welcomed. I hope you all have a lovely rest of day. I really enjoy spending this time with you all. And I will speak to you all again soon, again for another Toasted Tale by the Fireside.